0: Is disturbing. Believe
1: it. Okay.
2: What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 242 of the Geeks out of Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armer. I'm here with Shelley Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? This week we're geeking out about Valhalla, like the heathen, heathens turned Christians that we are. TC <laughs> movie news and Michael Scott. But not the one you're thinking of. Okay, it's kind of the one you're thinking of. We'll, we'll get into it. Um, <laughs> before we get into it, consider giving us a review or rating on your favorite podcast app. It helps us a ton. We really do appreciate it. Um, you know, just leave stars or, you know, thumbs up, whatever your app is allowing you to do. and uh, Give it an honest opinion. We, we'd love to he- read the comments, too. Um, just kind of see what you guys, how you guys feel about it. So, yeah. We'll get into uh, the gaming. What? We'll- we, lj you've been playing Valhalla as well right
0: yes but uh you go first because you've been playing it a lot more than i have uh it was kind of on a whim i just ended up getting it so you go you go okay first. yeah
2: i i have like nitpicks of it but i really really enjoy the game so i want to talk about that first um i'm really enjoying the beautiful world that they've created uh it's absolutely gorgeous and i'm playing it on ps4 still not even a pro just like
0: yeah just the base one
2: yeah uh, yeah. And it's still really pretty. Although every time I get a loading screen, I'm like, this wouldn't be happening right now if I had PS5. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, it's it's been really good. The story's been engaging. And uh, I, I really like the side quests, which are completely ridiculous. Yeah, they are. Just the silliest things so far. Um, so my my couple of nitpicks for it, though, would be the combat. I shouldn't, but I keep comparing it to God of War. I don't know why. God of War and Witcher. You haven't and,
0: played much of much Assassin's Creed games in the last couple of years. so that's Right. It's been a while.
2: So, like, I don't have that to compare it to. Uh, I haven't. can kind of compare it to Black Flag, is the last one I played. Uh, but in God of War, when you, like, sink an axe into somebody, you can kind of feel it in the controller. And it feels very. It's almost slowed down so that it's, yeah. it's more epic when you hit. And in this, everything kind of feels spongy, like you're just kind of smacking people with your axe instead of like sinking into them yeah uh, and so i'm having a hard time just like it, it just feels a little clunky to me um and i'm hoping that as i open up more abilities maybe it'll feel a little bit better uh, but as far as like like the boss battles uh have been really frustrating to me so far um just because i'm not like i like like they wanted me to shoot a bow and arrow at one of their foot feet mm-hmm. and um you don't have to but like they have a stun bar. And yeah, it's the weak spot. The and so it's so impossible to hit. I finally got it, but like without getting the stuns, I was getting destroyed, so I had to um so, with a joystick. It was so even if you aim.
0: shoot him in the glowy in the like glowy spot, like you were still having issues.
2: Well, it was just hard getting to it. Like oh, okay. so his glowy spot was his, like literally his left foot. Yeah, yeah. And so it was like I got to get down there while he's running at me and get that aim right um and so it's just i don't know the combat is is a little just clunky to me and it's not very like feel good in that sense um, yeah but the stealth kills have been great like i like sneaking around and, and getting people mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't know that was that was my biggest problem with it and then the other thing is um and i think maybe this is because i went and i completed uh all of norway uh, which is a pretty small map but yeah um uh, compared to compared to england at least Mm -hmm. um but i went and completed everything and everything felt very repetitive as far as you know going and getting all the little treasures there's like three different kinds of treasures you can get um and getting them all feel kind of the same um side quests felt pretty different but as far as like when you go to england and you have to raid for your settlement all the raids feel very the same um I don't know. That's it's a problem with a lot of open world games, but yeah, know, kind of unfortunate of it being a newer game that it wouldn't have uh, more diversity in what you're what you're doing. But yeah, those are nitpicks. I'm loving it. I played most of my day day <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, um, what you're experiencing is definitely w- the stuff that the Assassin's Creed games have tried to like switch up over the years. Uh, before it was a lot worse. Um. Mm-hmm. So they even said like the story in this one is going to be like a lot shorter than Odyssey and it's going to be more focused. And so basically what you were doing is just, you were kind of doing the grinding of, of the items and stuff. Um, right. So, so yeah, it's going to feel repetitive like that because you can just explore and basically get everything. Um, yeah. I so was just like
2: for like when you're raiding, if they had little mini bosses, every settlement or something that, you know, did little things, just yeah. something to change it up a bit.
0: Yeah, that that would be almost like a. Uh, they would have to maybe do like a nemesis system on Shadow of War, or I think eventually you um, you get mercenaries to fight again in this one. Um. But...
2: Yeah, there are. Um, I don't know if you'd call them. Yeah, there's. They're not called mercenaries. They're called zealots. Okay. Uh, yeah. They then... were.
0: There were mercenaries in Odyssey. Okay. Cool. The there's zealots, and
2: then there are like a hit list that you have of. Yes. The not templars. The, the order of the, the ancients. Order the Ancients, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've liked it so far. Like I said, I haven't played it as much as you have. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got to Eng- England last night, and it's so beautiful compared to, like... I mean, Norway has its has its beauty, too, but just uh, when you right. first get on the river, when you go raid your first monastery... It's so green. Which feels weird to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's so green, and the river is just so pretty. Um, I mean, I'm playing on my 1X... So I don't have the fast load times really either. Yeah. But uh, it's still a pretty looking game. And yeah. yeah.
2: I love you've gotten then to the little commentary on Christianity. Yes. That your uh, <laughs> crew does. They're, uh, it, it's interesting for them to talk about um, just the cross. Yeah. Um, they were like they worship the cross. We don't worship the wolf that kills our gods. Um, or like, You know, because they don't know. Yeah. They're just going off of what they've learned so well- far
0: then i love the commentary about like you know the what's his name a sigurd says something along the lines of well yeah they probably think the same of us you know um, yeah and then even ivor has like a nice little um a nice little tidbit of like you know kind of being understanding about you know their beliefs and stuff but also yeah. the commentary it's like what are they doing whenever they show the baptism <laughs> i was just <laughs> gonna yeah. say Baptist i
1: I haven't played this game. I don't have it, but uh, one of my friends has, and he's been playing it. So, like, kind of sometimes I watch, and they, yeah, they're like go on the past my baptisms. They're just like, ritual drownings? What yeah, is yeah. This? that's what it is. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, Christianity's weird.
0: <laughs> I, I love the commentary on it, though. It's, uh, you know, like, it, it wasn't offensive, and it, it was actually oddly respectful. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I'm liking it. Uh, I'm probably. Uh, I'm probably gonna play some more tonight. Actually,
2: <laughs> are you playing as Auto, uh, male or female?
0: I'm doing just the male. Uh, I'm not gonna do Auto because okay. to me that would take me out of the experience. Be like, wait, it's not my Ivor, Ivor now or or whatever. Um, so okay. mine's the uh, long-haired, uh, redheaded, looking one because um, I was like, you don't see many like, you know, like you know, like I don't know, like I just figured a, a redheaded like viking warrior would be cool because most in-game heroes are usually like dark hair or blonde hair and i'm just like yeah (laughs) like the red the red hair was to me the coolest and the most unique Uh... i need to get
2: it's called fancy hair Mm -hmm. and then mine will look like my avor will look like me i have the right beard and i'm so excited about that my hair is kind of similar now but uh, where my hair is cut he's got braids going along it um, Sigurd already looks side.
0: exactly like you pretty much though like it's one to one I was <laughs> like you're already in it
2: um, yeah I'm, I'm excited for Eivor to be uh, to look like me <laughs> Um, I was gonna go with the automatic and then I was reading about it a lot and it seems that the female Eivor is actually um, in the story a lot more than the male Um, and the male is more for like when they go into more spiritual stuff
0: okay and so interesting so that gets yeah. that gets weird because so the more uh you play assassin's creed games and the more you hear about like some of the dirty stuff that went on in, in with ubisoft um mm-hmm. there's a lot of back and forth about like what the developers really wanted to do and what some of the higher-ups wanted to do because there was a lot of uh you know, dirty stuff about, you know, Ubisoft, you know, higher-ups, you know, being womanizers and such, and a lot of allegations, and so you find that that stuff actually correlated with inside the game, because even uh, last year with Odyssey, the marketing totally put the male character front and center, and he was just this kind of, like his voice acting was just terrible he was just this loud like barbaric kind of character and so people really discovered that cassandra was the one to uh, like play as and so um just with the way you see how the marketing kind of tries to counter against what the developers really wanted their vision for right um so i kind of took that into consideration with this game and i was like well, I was like, just let me see which one's the better of the two. And to me, it didn't really like matter. I don't think it really hurt anything either way, because the male the male is uh, version is a really good voice actor too. And it it felt like mm-hmm. both versions were kind of treated equally. But the auto thing also tells me like, okay, like, well maybe. Last Kingdom. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. Just the auto thing tells me that like, there's this thing that couldn't be agreed upon i think yeah so that's just my thought on it
2: it's cool i'm wondering if they'll dive into the why uh they've talked about uh how it's weird that you switch back and forth um from a story perspective Um, i've heard there isn't explain it i heard
0: there isn't an explanation it's just more of an excuse to uh okay to include it
2: yeah they were talking about it when you get out of the animus for the first time and i was just like huh yeah, but they don't they don't explain they they have no idea what's going on here. yeah there's like, there's i've heard memory they, streams is what they call them
0: yeah i've heard they don't acknowledge it <laughs> so that's fine that'll be interesting
2: that's crazy yeah. uh oh my favorite and i don't i won't give away what it is um but you need to find the mission uh it's called um it's not a bug it's a feature was my playstation reward like trophy oh cool yeah and i won't i won't give more than that um But it's it's a side quest that you should definitely go and seek out. Um, Is my favorite so far. It's (laughs) not a bug; it's a feature.
0: That sounds cool.
2: I hope there are more of them. uh, For those I'm talking about. Cool. Yeah, we can move on. I just I love that game. Yeah. Um, LJ, you've been playing another pretty big game.
0: Yeah. Um. So we were kindly provided a copy of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War uh, on Friday. Um. And so uh, Joe usually reviewed those for us, but since he's kind of stepped down from the ministry, I uh, kind of took over you know just to m- make sure we still had the relationship with the contact and so uh, yeah, I've been playing it and uh, I'm writing I'm gonna write the review for it. I already finished the campaign and it's it's pretty good. it's it's I mean the game itself as a whole is not great. There's plenty of bugs that are not features. uh (laughs) so uh the premise for the actual campaign is neat because it's more espionage based and it deals with the cold war which is like a 50 almost a 50 year ordeal and uh, there's a lot of fan service for call of duty fans there's characters from the original black ops and uh multiplayer is cool uh there's a lot of balancing issues that still need to be worked out with the multiplayer and zombies mode is still zombies mode to me i've personally never cared for it but i know people love the story and easter eggs of those apparently Mm -hmm. there's this whole continued like zombie universe timeline across the call of duty games which is crazy okay yeah Mm -hmm. um i played a little bit of that today uh just to kind of further review i don't think i'm gonna spend too much time with the zombie mode but uh
2: i played killing for two before i played any call of duty zombies and i don't like call of duty duty zombies because of that like they're just so different but they were the same idea in my head yeah I was like, this plays nothing like killing floor 2 well I'm done with
0: it so i'm sure killing floor came from the idea of call of duty zombies
2: yeah basically. i just played them backwards
0: yeah well that's fine i personally would prefer killing floor over zombie over the zombie mode anyway as well
2: yeah a lot more fun so to me. good well it was i haven't played it in a long time
0: yeah they're still doing updates to that thing killing floor 2
2: Good on them. Yeah.
0: They just had a Halloween update. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so... I'm leaning between a 7 and an 8 for Black Ops Cold War. um, Because of the bugs. And it's one of those things where I enjoyed Modern Warfare so much last year. To me, that was like almost Game of the Year contender for me. And this one, I'll probably play for a few months, maybe. um, And just kind of drop it. Though... I do appreciate that uh, they they gave me the ultimate edition, which gives me uh, the battle pass for season one. Mm-hmm. That's like a hundred dollar value, and I got a crap ton of skins, weapon blueprints, and I believe that season one pass includes uh, multiplayer and maybe. Well, actually, I don't think it includes Warzone because Warzone is not on season one. Um, but at least it'll give me, you know. A reason to kind of keep playing through that first season so I'm excited to see what yeah. what they do with it um, and That's also for the Warzone fans for later on. yeah um, for the Warzone fans it has Warzone in it technically I don't know how this works on Sony or PC but when you launch Warzone from Black Ops Cold War it basically just launches the Warzone app on your device <laughs> so uh, they decided to just have that a direct link instead of trying to do a whole nother war zone which cool. I, I think is good yeah definitely i played a ton of war zone <laughs>
2: uh
0: yeah so i able to get into it yeah you're more of an apex guy that's okay yeah. though
2: i like colors
0: <laughs> yeah i can see that yeah um yeah so anyway that's black ops
2: cold war cool nice. what have you been playing shelly
1: uh, I haven't been playing anything new. I'm still playing Hades. Uh, I kind of do like a run every once in a while because um, it's it's still fun. And apparently, I didn't know this, there's like a true ending, which makes sense. Um, given sort of what happens after you go through your first run and like finish your first run. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's still kind of being the game. But it's not really, like there's so much more you could do um, afterwards and apparently you just have to beat it. Um, there's like a certain amount of times you need to beat it and then you get like a true ending. So I'm I'm gonna at least go until I get the true ending I think on that game and then I'll decide if I'm gonna keep playing it. It's still fun though and it's still one of those things where I could just like pick up, do a run, put down, kind of whatever. So that's really cool. Um, similar thing with part-time UFO, except there's no tree ending, I don't think. I think that's just another one where I could just very quickly pick it up and put it down and play. Um, it's just very yeah. cute. It's very cute. And, um... Yeah, I haven't played any new games, really. I've been I've been uninteresting on that front. I'm looking forward to Hyrule Warriors Age Calamity, though. That's gonna be my... Yeah. my that's, like,
0: next game. week or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it comes out the 20th. So, oh, like, that's like
0: yeah, that's soon. Very <laughs> hype,
1: very hype. That's um, like
0: Friday, I think.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll probably be able to talk about it before or by next podcast. Yep. Cool. But that's that's a new game I'm gonna be looking forward to. But yeah, I. That's it.
2: <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. Well, we get into the gaming news then. Alja, what's going on? Speaking of ahala
0: Yes. So, I included this in here just because it's relevant to to us. Uh. Assassin's Creed Valhalla has topped Call of Duty in the UK as far as physical releases. Uh, This isn't like total, so the total sales could, you know, could be something different. Uh, Mm -hmm. But to me, this is huge because um, apparently it's been a while since Call of Duty has topped in the UK. But also, I'm gonna say I'm gonna chalk all this up to there being no Halo Infinite at launch for the series X because people, you know, don't have much to play on their new consoles. And so my theory and kind of what I've gathered from listening to other content creators and podcasts is that people are playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla on their series X because that's Mm. the top new release of the week that and call of duty. Um, so to me it makes sense. Um, but it's just kind of too.
2: I mean, you think about where the game is Mm -hmm. located. Yeah. Like, I played... The reason that I got into um, Run Zero Dawn was... It was in Denver, and I was like, that's so cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That was just an exciting uh, little piece of news I wanted to share, cause, and it also it's also good to see that these games are still selling well, even though some people would say they're over the formula. <laughs> but uh, Yeah,
2: I thought that when I was playing it, I was just like, I can't believe they crank these out every couple years. So when I was thinking about all of my little, like, Uh, nitpicks about it, I was just like, but I gotta remember they probably made one of these about two years ago.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I think between, was it between Origins and Odyssey, they took a year off. Uh, So occasionally they take a year off, but it just kind of blows me away because we were seeing leaks about Valhalla like a long time ago, like up to like over a year ago.
2: And I mean, the game's massive. It's not like there's, there's a lot that goes into a game like that. Yeah. And, every couple years, it's and on the
0: and on the flip side it's like and then you see stuff like Call of Duty have bugs. Um and both of these games are are the annual uh right. formula. So
2: there's definitely some bugs in Valhalla. I've had some floating people.
0: Really? I haven't seen any of oh, yeah. that
2: yet.
1: I mean it's not is it really an an AC game, a new AC game if there's no bugs? Yeah. Honestly.
2: Well, oh, axes and stuff i was like it, it's every couple years i get it yeah you know it's not like
0: assassin's creed unity was pretty bad <laughs> yeah so every um, now and then yeah there there's gonna be one that's full of bugs
2: i just i would love to see what they would do with like six years mm-hmm. put into one of these games as big as they are i mean they could just they could do so much with that but yeah money talks
0: yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, that's just a, a nice little news piece I wanted to share. Um, and then the next news is very huge because last week was a straight up disaster. <laughs> um, so this is regarding the launch. Uh, so, so this is regarding the, the new consoles. Xbox Series X and PS5 are both being restocked in various places on Black Friday. Uh, so far the information we have is that i think on the 22nd best Buy is gonna have them for an un for like an undisclosed time and then gamestop has said that uh, they're gonna have them in store at 7 a.m on black Friday which is good because you to me you have a better chance of getting it in store than online at least if you're which, if you're in front of a store, at least you know how many people are ahead of you or behind you. Online, okay. you're fighting against 10,000 bots. Um, so, and then Walmart, I believe, has some times too. I think Walmart said Wednesday, that Wednesday, next Wednesday. Um, they It'll be 7pm that you'll be able to buy those. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's the Wild West. I tried getting a PS5 myself last... Last week, and I, the, my route was GameStop, and unfortunately, GameStop only sold the 700 eight hundred dollar console bundles. And I was just like,
2: "Okay." I'm.
0: I was like, "I'm not gonna do this." I I actually did try Target, and so everybody had Target errors, even though it was in store pickup. That you would go to check out and pay, and it would ask you for your password again. And it's like, I'm already logged in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that got swooped out from under me. But personally, I think I decided I'm gonna try to wait. I'm gonna see. I don't know. That, that could change next week, but it's. I I figured I was better off waiting. <laughs> and then there's a lot of yeah. issues with some of these consoles. Some of them are crashing. Some of them are, you know, have all these minor, minor to more, major issues. Mm-hmm. So. It might be advisable for people to really wait a while yeah, before I'm these issues are fixed.
1: Very fine waiting a bit. <laughs> honestly, like, don't give money to scalpers, please. If you really, really yes. want a console right now, yeah. if, if it's not enough to have that, that fear that something may be broken, if that's not enough for you, um, just please don't support scalpers because we yeah. all hate them and uh, don't go it's, to it's ebay a scummy business and you if, you if you're gonna give money to scalpers you're actually just perpetrating the issue so
0: yes
2: mm-hmm.
0: and so that's, that's another thing say. xboxes were only going for like i mean it's, it's still ridiculous they're only going for twice the price of like a thousand dollars and then sony the, the for the ps5 scalpers were doing like two thousand dollars i'm like this is
2: ridiculous. yeah it's crazy
0: um but yes, I, I had heard that like up to thousands and thousands of bots swarmed Walmart on each of those rounds that Walmart did on Thursday, just swarmed Walmart, uh, the websites. So, uh, it is a rough, rough, rough launch for a lot of people. Um, I wouldn't say they're scarce in my opinion, cause people are getting them. <laughs> so I don't know. But yeah, that's what's going on with the new consoles. And then, uh, last cool little piece of news I figured you all would appreciate, and a lot of our listeners would. You can now use your GameCube adapter on Mario Sunshine. I just
1: wish they did that earlier, you know, when (laughs) they released the game. That would have been nice, because at this point, I've already beat the game. So, Uh. it's like, this is cool news, but I've already beat the game. I don't really want to replay it again right now. Like, I guess I haven't 100% completed it. Like, there's still stuff I could do. But I'm like, I already 100% completed the game on GameCube. I don't really Sunshine has two endings,
2: I believe. Does it? No, what? Don't hold me to that. I'm almost positive it has two endings. What do you mean? Uh, If you get all the uh, shine sprites.
1: I don't know if that's really considered an ending, though.
2: No, like, you get a new cutscene. Sunrise
0: and a sunset. I don't
1: remember. I would have seen it. So yeah, I did 100% complete the game already on GameCube. How to unlock
2: the secret ending in Super Mario Sunshine. Player needs to collect all 120 sprites, scattered around the island. This includes all the shrines from blah, 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 blah. Yeah, totally a secret ending. Whatever. Says my 20 second Google search. I don't remember it. If, if <laughs> did you one. get all the shrines? Yes. Oh.
1: I did. I well, then it probably them? wasn't very memorable. <laughs> no, I think it was probably just a thanks for playing the game or probably. something like that.
2: You did it, <laughs> like in Pokemon. Here is your certificate.
0: You did it. Good job.
1: I'm glad they have this feature. Finally, it's just super annoying. Like this weird idea where and, and Nintendo is usually not that that bad with the stuff either, but they are with this game in particular or this collection of games in particular about releasing features that should have been there in the first place in patches, and it's just super annoying. It's like this should have been like the camera thing should have been an option in the first place. I don't know why this stuff is just you know getting released in patches the game's been out for a while now at this point you know and and i'm definitely not going to be the only one who has who's has already beat sunshine yeah. right it, like lots of people have so i don't know man i i'm glad they did it it's just annoying it's annoying that they that they had to wait this long
0: something I learned kind of, I guess the moral of, of, of the gaming uh, news today, or even just the games we were playing. Um, especially, I learned this from the God of War documentary is that when they ship a game, it's still going to have bugs. They just have to get it to a particular status in which it is shippable. And that's kind of yeah. sad, <laughs> but also like, yeah, like the, you think stuff like that would easily could have easily been included. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's why there's day one patches and, and things like that. <laughs> yeah, because they're
2: literally like, we'll fix it when they get it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so that's gaming news.
2: Cool. Well, we'll go into the movies that we've been watching then. Um, I, I'm almost done with Karate Kid 2, and I like it much more than the first one. Um we just decided we're going to watch these movies now. <laughs> there's four of them, so we're, we're working on it. Oh, I, didn't got a got a I guess Batman. there's five. Yeah. Technically, there's five, but the fifth one's not really. It's a reboot. And right, a yeah. Yeah. It's, it's separate. It's not, it's not a Miyagi. Separate. It's not connected to the uh, show,
1: therefore, it doesn't count.
2: Yeah. Well, not part of the Miyagi verse. It's actually a total
0: reboot anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Totally. Not part of the Miyagi verse, doesn't count. Uh, the Miyagi
0: verse, I like that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but the the fourth one is i can't remember her name ever hillary swank's character yeah
0: we talked about this last week yes
2: yeah um
0: the third one is pretty forgettable um but they still do have a nod to it a couple nods actually in cobra kai cool there's a couple references
2: i'm excited i'm really liking this one and i i know that uh season three is supposed to have a lot to do with okinawa um so i'm stoked about that too and getting to kind of see um that just where that's going to be coming into uh and there's so much that has changed in Okinawa uh in the movie from when Miyagi was last there like they didn't have airports and so that'll be really interesting to see how much Okinawa has changed since the 80s mm-hmm. to now um I think that's going to be really really cool so I'm stoked I'm liking it so far I'm almost up with the movie wait um,
0: so now that you've actually finished Cobra Kai, uh, did you go back and watch the season three trailer?
2: Yes. Cool. I
0: was wondering if you did or not. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: Right on. Everything's, it's, it's all so interesting. Yeah. Know, this movie's just more fun than the first one. I don't know. Like, everything is a lot deeper, uh, storytelling-wise, and I don't know, There's there's a lot of key things that are going on in this movie that I'm just like, wow, this is... Way more than just a kid is bullied at school, so he finds a karate teacher.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't know. I like it. Uh, and then, LJ, you watch a pretty old movie, too.
0: Yes, actually, older. <laughs> Much older.
2: Yeah. Uh, so
0: so I, every once in a while, I like to try to stick with a the theme, uh, kind of, for the things I've been playing and watching. And so I watched 007 Goldfinger because of the whole Cold War stuff that I've been playing. And it's considered like one of the, it's considered the definitive classic James Bond movie. So I was like, you know what? I'll, 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 watch this. And so it's even funnier. Unfortunately, uh, I grew up watching the Austin Powers movies. I was too young to be mm-hmm. watching those movies. So it's funny <laughs> that most of my knowledge from James Bond comes from those movies and wow. just all the references. <laughs> uh so there's just a lot of stuff when i watch that movie and i'm like oh yeah that's where this comes from and different things <laughs> uh but yeah it's a very good movie uh also i don't think we actually talked about it on the podcast but it was all it's perfect timing because sean connery recently passed away yeah um that's kind yeah. of big enough news where we really didn't need to talk about it i guess um but yes it is the definitive james bond movie i would consider it the gold standard <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Sean Connery's really good. Uh, the the story is is good. It, it's kind of slow. Uh, but uh, even some of the action scenes are pretty cool for the time. Like they even did like a car chase sequence. You it, and it's like it was made in nineteen sixty four, and uh, so there was a lot of, I was impressed with, and especially it's the four K version, uh, because I got it on sale. They're doing a James Bond sale on Vudu. And you could tell that they remastered it so nicely. Uh, the shots were were really good looking. The audio was good. There was a couple shots you could tell that they couldn't touch up as nicely as they probably wanted to. But for the most part, like the remaster job is, is great. Um, so... Did you find
2: any props that looked super cheap looking? Because they didn't back then. But now that you have it in 4K, you can tell it's like made of plastic. I had that with uh, Braveheart.
0: Uh...
2: I did not notice anything like that. If
0: I paid more yeah. attention to it, I probably would have. <laughs> yeah, I think
2: that's fun with the old, like, these 4K things.
0: I think maybe... So there was this stuff when he was, like, setting a bomb or he was putting this, like, explosive, like... I don't know if it was supposed to be, like, a strap or, like, gel or something, but it, it the the effect did look pretty cheesy because he was, like, running it over these barrels. I'm like, is that supposed to be an explosive gel? Because it really doesn't look like... <laughs>
2: gel <laughs> and so yeah so maybe because back that... when they made the movie you couldn't tell what it was anyway so it didn't really matter yes i just think it's so funny with stuff like that yes i noticed with the first karate kid movie um the kids were in the background and they were literally just running in a circle and like it made no sense <laughs> and it was like why are they doing that well you couldn't really see them like you knew they were back there you didn't know what they were doing when it wasn't you know 1080p in the <sighs> 80s they just looked like they were present they're literally just running in a circle and, like, shaking their hands up and down. Like, mm-hmm. crazy people.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, uh, I guess, lastly, it was really cool to see James Bond, like, as the sly. You know, he's he's so sly, and he just plays Goldfinger the whole time. Like, there's this golf scene in particular. <laughs> uh, there's this golf scene in particular where he totally plays in him. I'm just like, ah, that's the side of James Bond you don't really, you know, get to see unless you watch the movies because they're just kind of known as, you know, they're uh, fun action movies, but it's, it was really cool to get to see Sean Connery's character or Sean Connery take on patient. that character because I, we all, we also grew up on the Pierce Pierce Brosnan, you know, GoldenEye mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. and then the Daniel Craig ones. And so it was just really cool to go back that far. So it was a fun... Moment of
2: history. <laughs> cool. Yep. Alright, well what's going on in movie news, Shelley?
1: There's not a ton for movie news, but um, we got some stuff, so Sylvester Stallone is confirmed to be in Suicide Squad 2, but they won't tell us who he is. So yeah, he's probably weird. a well, I would say villain, but it's Suicide Squad. They're all villains, so... Yeah. Antagonist, the force we... against the Suicide Squad.
2: If an anti-hero is still kind of heroic, is an anti-villain still a?
1: I guess I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <He's> probably <laughs> they don't want us to know who he is, though. Um, yeah, so that's pretty interesting. Because what's
2: weird is they've already done the filming. So yeah,
1: yeah, they have. So he's
2: got to be just voicing something,
1: which would be crazy. And I mean, I, some of their. Suicide Squad people that they've already showed up they've already showed off and like showed the voice actors for and stuff like they're obviously CGI Mm -hmm. like the the shark guy
2: he could literally be like a computer or something we have no idea yeah (laughs) Yeah.
1: so I don't know and it's weird because I feel like I don't know I feel like Sylvester Stallone you want want all of him in a film he has such a defined (laughs) presence (laughs) but I guess his voice will probably do for whatever whatever they're looking for um
2: it's like vin diesel's groot it's i guess so oh, yeah thing yeah it why was get such big. a like big name actor to play a tree or the iron giant three lines
0: like vin diesel played
1: <laughs> that's true he's good at yep. those things um <laughs>
0: apparently so <laughs> yeah
1: but anyway i guess we'll just have to see um we'll just have to watch suicide squad 2 and kind of see where where he is but he's in the movies. Uh, he's, you know, with all the other crazy actors and actresses that are already in that movie, because there's already
0: tons. Yeah, that's, that's a like list. A whole thing
1: that they have a crazy list because they're like, this movie's gonna be amazing. Forget the first one. We'll see though. <laughs> we have no idea. Um, another sequel we really have no idea about. Um, Constantine two, officially happening.
0: This sounds like a bad idea.
1: And it sounds like it sounds. Was the first movie well received because it wasn't
0: good? No, it was not well received. I
1: never watched, but I. (laughs) I mean, I didn't
0: think it was that bad until I heard that Keanu Reeves was obviously not a very good portrayal.
1: Yeah, I think he said he would come back for this movie too. I I don't think that's official, um, but I think he said somewhere. I just can't see them doing that. Rumor has it he'll be
2: back. Like, they should... I, I know we all hate reboots. <laughs> I really don't mind reboots. Uh, they should reboot it with a guy from the TV show. Yes. Because he's been in the animated movies now, and he's a great Constantine, and he deserves his own movie.
0: Or find another
2: uh, British... No, him. He's Constantine.
1: Cody will have
0: no one else. <laughs> I mean... that guy. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, if not him, then just... Well, I don't want to say anybody but Keanu Reeves,
1: but... It's just weird because, like, (laughs) everyone loves Keanu Reeves. I don't know. Like, Mm -hmm. I haven't seen
2: any... Matt Ryan. Ryan, That's his uh, name. If it's not Matt Ryan, I don't want another Constantine. So,
0: this was before Keanu Reeves was, like, a treasure
2: of the internet.
0: Of course,
1: yeah.
2: (laughs) National treasure.
1: That's why it's sort of forgotten about by probably most people. Shut in the corner. But they're
0: gonna bring it back, baby! are bringing just, it back. I can't a, see this being a good reason. idea with Keanu Reeves in it. Um now that I've consumed some of the like darker stuff in, in that universe, mm-hmm. like he's even in the Sandman audiobook, he's in the right. Justice League dark stuff. Yeah. And so it's just like I don't I don't see why Keanu Reeves would be a good idea now, especially. Yeah. Well,
1: it's probably gonna be forever away, right? It's not like it's gonna come in yeah. soon. Yeah. Um. So at least we have that. Um, yeah. That's all we're movie news though. It's just weird DC sequels. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. DC is weird.
1: DC is yep. weird. I don't know what they're doing right now. I don't know what any movies <laughs> doing right now. Honestly, every every week is just weird. Movies, movies don't by. know what movies are doing. Thanks for coping right with us.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, at some point. We'll get movies again. Yeah. Although Freaky is supposed to be doing really well in in theaters. I kind of want to go see it. I kind of forgot that it came out. What? That's that uh, Blumhouse movie about... um, It's like Freaky Friday, but it's a murderer.
0: Oh, yes. I have seen that trailer.
2: Vince Vaughn plays the murderer. Okay. yeah. The teenage girl that he kills. It looks like a lot of fun. (laughs) Not a scary movie, but like a happy death day type movie
0: like part silly but yeah
2: yeah kind of making fun of horror but not as bad as scary movie more authentically funny
0: or like scream
2: yeah i don't want to say scary movies are authentically funny i don't know
0: scream is very self-aware in a way that it's cringy
2: yeah um i think like it takes itself more seriously than a scary movie uh right scary movie series that's that's a better way to put it i don't want to discount scary movie i just think they're dumb I think the humor is low-hanging fruit.
0: Well, that's why I mentioned Scream because those movie like the Scream movies, aren't really a parody, but they're super self-aware, like about being yeah. horror movies.
2: <laughs> I don't think I think it'll even be less scary than Scream. Yeah, it looks yeah, like it'll it. be even goofier and more. It's more about the plot than than a uh, you know these killers trying to kill people. Like, yeah, it's like take these and turn them into like take horror concepts and turn them into. Uh, Dramas and comedies and stuff Um, If you haven't seen Happy Death Day Great movie I definitely recommend it Uh, Even if you don't like horror movies Watch with a few friends It's not that scary And it's really good
0: It's not what you think
2: it is Um, Cool We'll get into uh, The TV shows we've been watching then Uh, For me it's just been Mandalorian Same Uh, We're all caught up Yes. Yeah, all caught up. I didn't plan on making like a Mandalorian, like segment every week for this entire season, but (laughs) this episode was hype as like one of the best. Yeah, hype. So Mandalorian, so good. Um, for those who watch the Clone Wars, there's some goodies. Very connected. And that, yeah. Um, Yeah, What's cool cool. is I I, I didn't watch Clone Wars, so it didn't
0: really matter to me. Which she I think looks, is also cool. What's cool is that I'm already spoiling things. Right. It's, they look familiar.
1: It's very cool how, um there's like kind of a group of us that watch it together and most people in the room have seen Clone Wars. And I've seen mm-hmm. sort of gathered enough of Clone Wars, I sort of understand some things but then there's some people in the room who haven't seen clone wars at all but like we all still enjoy it and like yeah when you see certain things in the show they're like oh this connects to clone wars that's super cool it's like it's not necessary it's it's very cool for those who have already consumed that media but it's not Mm -hmm. it's not um like completely necessary like my parents they've been watching it too and they're just like yeah it's really cool and like you know they're liking it too so good show that's how it should be done honestly
2: they should not be half an hour long. Yeah, I'm like... i really <laughs> they're bummed. Getting, they're getting
1: shorter. I, I,
2: was I like, need to what? get it longer. But so. I had a feeling. I was like, it's shorter. They probably put just as much money into the episode and just made it more epic. Yeah. And I think it did. Like, there was some crazy oh, stuff going on. Yeah, there sure that. was. And then, I won't say who, but Katie Sackhoff was in the, um, in the episode. I was called a movie. It feels like a movie. Yeah. And... I've been watching her YouTube videos recently, because uh, Google, because YouTube told me to. Oh. Um, I got into... She did a Spartan race. I, don't I remember like, you talking about that. Yeah. Uh, so she's become like one of my favorite celebrities, just like as a person. Um, just watch her stuff. She's just really, really funny. Uh, and so I'm kind of rooting for her. I don't watch any movies that she's in or any shows that she's in, but I saw her and was like, yeah, you go get work. <laughs> <laughs> she's a very, like down-to-earth human person um it was like i'm glad that you're you're doing big stuff <laughs> yeah. uh, very cool yeah good good episode and next episode sounds very promising
0: mm-hmm.
2: we better get what was promised to us and at the, the end of that episode
0: that other yeah the other thing is what i was more geeking out about because i'm more familiar with that so
2: yeah that's exciting um, crazy stuff or, try not to spoil it because i mean huge things happen. people
0: know what we're talking America. about even if you know yeah
2: <laughs> so i'm um, i'm excited this, this season's been awesome
1: yeah, yeah it's very cool very cool i oh, feel like, like yeah, he's been given more liberties john favreau yeah it's better than the first season but the first season was definitely necessary to really set yeah. all of this stuff up and really set up the characters and the dynamics and what's important to each person and the plot yeah it's 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 awesome
0: cool. yeah
2: cool what else have you been watching shelly
1: uh i've been let's see besides mandalorian i have been watching where's doctor who Nice So we finished season 3 And what we did was we So we watched season 3 And then we watched Season two's Christmas special And then we started watching season 4 Because season 2 Christmas special and We also watched the Christmas special for season 3 um, Before starting season 4 But because Donna was introduced In the Christmas special In season 2
2: oh. And
1: Daniel was like we need to watch this before season 4 It's really important I'm like, why is that? And then, season at first episode, of season four, I'm like, oh, it's Donna. She's back. <laughs> is she the companion? And I'm, I just got very happy. I love Donna. I love Donna because she is essentially a british version of one of my best friends like they are uh, they they're <laughs> like the same person so
0: i love it um, <laughs> that's cool
2: is that so, the episode where she sees him in the window and they're both it's like a ba- yes it's a great awesome.
1: episode it's a great episode um so good
2: i haven't so, seen that in like eight years and i remember that interaction still <laughs> <like, laughs>
1: doctor he's like what are you doing there? <laughs> and then the lady's just like, are, are y'all done?
0: <laughs> it's oh, really God.
1: cool. I, I'm still enjoying it. It's still absolutely ridiculous. It's still one of those things where it's like, part of me wants to take it really seriously, but it, it says, no, you can't take it seriously. So I'm like, cool, <laughs> I won't take it seriously and, and I'll have fun with it. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm still enjoying it. Again, it's just, it's, it's so painfully ridiculous. Um, to the point where sometimes I'm just like, I don't know if I really want to watch it anymore, but I'm I'm enjoying it enough, and I really like the dynamic between Donna and the Doctor, because I loved Martha, but, like, every episode, Martha was, like, pining after the Doctor and talking to other side characters, like, "Ah, I love him, but he doesn't notice me. And I'm like, of course he knows, like, like this predicament and and but then with donna donna's just like screw everyone let's just do it and and (laughs) makes the doctor like a way better person and um (laughs) but martha returns at some of the episodes for season four so that's pretty hype i'm pretty hyped about that i want them to be best friends because that's very cool i'm trying to
2: remember if you're I think you've seen the conversation now where he calls her his mate and she's like, yeah. we are not mating. We are
1: not mating. <laughs> and he's just like, I want a mate. And you're just like, yeah. It's great. <laughs> So and good. everyone keeps joking that they're a married couple and it's so funny because they're both so super clear on like and respectful in their relationship of not being romantic which is awesome mm-hmm. but they do act like almost they almost act like a married couple in, in some ways <laughs> and and like just their dynamic the way they like play off each other um, which mm-hmm. is super cool I really dig really. that because like again like I liked Martha but sometimes the like pining was a little too much for me now it's sort of like okay I can kind of like play into the ridiculousness that is doctor who because both these characters are have little bits of ridiculousness with them too so um <laughs> anyway eventually i watch season two i think maybe <laughs> after this or after well i don't know we'll see i'm i'm trying to I, think i
2: think everyone likes a doctor except donna yeah at least a little bit At least. A i'm little trying bit. to think of anyone else who was like nah
1: interesting But I, I, yeah, it's just really cool. I like their relationship a lot. And I like um, the stuff they're doing is just, again, ridiculous and weird and stupid. But that's dark.
2: Have you met River Song?
1: I don't think so. I don't recognize that. Okay. Yeah.
2: You will at some point. I didn't know. I don't remember where she comes in at. That'll be, it's a really interesting arc. But it's, it's like, it's a very long arc okay. it's like one episode or two per season you, you meet up with riverside but it's
1: just so funny the doctor is such a freaking hypocrite because he's all like cause in one of the i think it was in one of the christmas specials um some guy offered to like be like hey can i go with you and he's like i go alone and i'm just like yeah. shut up you only take women with you but then you get upset if they fall in love with you you hypocrite like you're such a jerk for that if you don't want that problem you could take men whatever i don't know i just thought that was it's That's funny great. to call mom that crap anyway i've talked enough um besides that i also watched a little bit more fruits basket i'm i started so long ago and i'm still getting through it but i'm over halfway and then i'll eventually, this is the reboot, right no i'm still i'm watching the old before the reboot Oh, okay so i'm still in the old and then i'll watch the reboot um okay <laughs> it's just so funny though like the one thing i will say uh i don't remember his name he's the snake though because all the guys are not all the guys some are girls a lot of people in this family are related to a zodiac and they can transform into that animal during certain circumstances that's all you really need to know if you don't know who his baskets um so the snake zodiac guy is the same voice as armstrong in um oh. brotherhood <laughs> and it's so funny because it's like they definitely are the same voice, but it's such a different application. It's hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. So um, that show is also very ridiculous in a very different way than Doctor Who. So, <laughs> in a very anime way, if you will.
2: Yeah.
0: But um, that's what I've watched.
2: Cool. You watch been watching anything else, LJ?
0: Yeah, I watched uh, the show on HBO called Barry. Okay. And it's with Bill Hader, who's been in a bunch of like raunchy comedy stuff and uh who's also on snl or he mm-hmm. was um it's 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 much smarter than what it sounds like uh so it's about a hitman and basically the first episode he is you know he's doing these jobs but he kind of wants a purpose and so uh he finds you know he actually kind of starts to kind of discover that during a job and then things go sideways. And this is all first episode. Um, so it's more exciting than like, Oh, it's a show about a hitman. It's, it, it's actually seems yeah. like it's got, it's more meaningful. It is an adult show. Uh, it definitely has adult content. Uh, I haven't watched enough to like know everything that's in it. I've watched like an episode or two, maybe. Um, but it's very smart. It's very, it seems like there's, it's got a lot going for it. And, uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep watching more, and uh, and I'll let you all know.
2: Cool. Yep. That's all I got. We'll get into the TV news. Um, a couple of things happening. We mentioned Michael Scott at the beginning
1: Scott. of
2: of the show, so Michael Scott. Uh, we'll we'll st- we'll tie into Steve Carell too. I promise. <laughs> um, but the CEO of Pureflix is apparently Michael Scott uh which i thought was grand uh pureflexes they do the chosen which is the bible tv series that shelley was really into mm-hmm. yeah and um they've done a ton of movies fireproof courageous
0: looking at. war room yeah a bunch the big... of the very popular ones
2: oh wait no i'm getting it mixed up they did they did the chosen a firm entertainment did fireproof War room, all the things that LJ just mentioned. Yes, uh, and a firm is owned by Sony, and a firm is acquired, um, PureFlix. So, super, super cool. PureFlix has done, um, the Believe, the ones that are based off songs. I can only imagine. I can imagine. And then there's another one. They did a Samson
0: I one, I think, in the last couple of years too. Yeah, I
2: That's think. Trying right. think of. A-
0: they have, they have TV shows, but I think The Chosen is easily the most popular TV show. Yep.
2: Yeah. So and that's how this it, is TV news. I still get asked okay.
1: for it, even though I watched it already. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: God's Not Dead is Pure Flix. Yeah. And then Case for Christ was Pure Flix. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other stuff. You were right with Samson. So either way, some really big Christian companies are merging together. mm mm-hmm. um, under the Sony label, so that's kind of cool too, is like, Sony owns a firm. Um, So, which is really interesting, because I remember there was a little while where there was conversation, it was all rumor, and I don't know whatever came of it, if it was ever true or not, um, that Apple TV was trying to purchase Sony's, like, movie side of the studios. Uh. Um, And so, I figured Sony wasn't in, like, a place to be acquiring companies. Um, But... Apparently, they are, uh, or at least one of the companies that is under them um, is. And who knows how much PureFlix, you know, costs in the grand scheme of things. Um, It might have been easy for a firm to pick them up. Mm -hmm. Either way, really big, cool news. um, And uh, Steve... Not Steve Carell. <laughs> uh, <Glenn> <laughs> Scott. <laughs> is going to continue uh, being CEO of Pureflix. Uh, he'll be working under a firm basically is how that's gonna work. So I don't know if like maybe they'll take uh, one to make the movies and the other one TV shows or how they'll how they'll you know mix that up now that they've bought them and bought that company. A firm is
0: probably like a more gonna be like a parent company or something.
2: Yeah. Uh, a firm did also it, they do mostly Christian movies, but they also did that uh, Mister Rogers neighborhood movie. Oh, cool! Uh, Won't you be my neighbor? Nice, because there was the yeah.
0: documentary and there was the Tom Hanks one. Which one did they do? The Tom Hanks. Oh, cool. That was the yeah. yeah.
2: Which it was a kind of a Christian movie too. Now that I'm thinking about it, um, but yeah. So I don't know. I think that would be really cool. I think that as far as like you know the chosen, um, I think you know a firm could help them a lot. Sony could help them a lot. Oh uh, yeah, so that's cool in itself. Uh, I think that show deserves um, all the funding that it needs, <laughs> uh, and maybe some more movies like War Room and stuff will come out of it too. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll get God's Not Dead Two Thousand. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> God's Not Dead
0: Four: The Resurrection. Yeah. The, se- the Second Coming. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think there are four of them. There's at least three.
0: There, yeah. <laughs>
2: I think there's four god's not dead a light in the dark in darkness so they've given up on that looks like a national treasure movie
0: i was gonna I like. say that sounds like an action movie a light in
2: darkness <laughs> god's not dead the awakening <laughs> three days later okay anyways Stop. Tangent. <laughs> 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 um hopefully we'll get some good stuff out of that i'm excited i think that's really cool news yeah Uh, And then the other thing is Steve Carell was in Space Force, so I may not be great at segues, but I got there. Um, (laughs) uh, Space Force is renewed for season two, which I told you, LJ. Finally, I'm glad they finally announced
0: it. It was more of a, it was more, it was less of a. You were very
2: confident, and that it was going to happen.
0: So, so what happened was it was not well received, and. So I, I thought, well like,
2: received it. The Geeks of the Grace podcast gave it a very warm reception.
0: I did until the end. Until the Maybe last couple episodes. I oh, <laughs> didn't
1: like the ending that much. I, I, I did like not the, like the yeah. ending. It was, so it was wild.
0: It
2: was so, what was wrong with the ending for it you? It was
0: just too out of left field for me. Yeah. Really?
2: Yeah. Because I feel like every episode was ending in a terrible way that would need like fixing it, the next episode.
0: It's one of those things where I'm like how are they gonna do this because it's like legally um like what i don't know i without spoiling anything but i'm just like what are they gonna do like he should be like arrested now or something you know like <laughs> yeah i don't un, i don't understand uh that's why i'm like well, he
2: was arrested yeah i don't want to get too much away but he did get arrested yeah and... that's true but
0: now <laughs> now he it's he got out worse. of that one I, I, don't, I don't
2: know. I'm excited. I think they're going to have to MacGyver uh, the situation in space. I'm um, <laughs> also trying not to spoil anything. Yeah. It is a space force. Uh, and there's a dire situation happening up in space um, that they're going to have to take, like... It's, it's going to be... It's a problem. It's going to be fixing. They, they, literally,
0: they literally poked a hole in any chance of, what, of <laughs> season <laughs> two. <laughs> No.
2: (laughs) (laughs) everything will be fine
0: (laughs) no oh man it just to me it got way too off the rails
2: really yeah that's what's great about it
0: like beyond repair to me
2: you haven't watched enough macgyver
0: no but it's almost like the thing that happened with like agents of shield like once the whole hydra stuff happened that show got Mm -hmm. ruined for me so it's like I, I liked the idea of it just being this, like, workplace-style comedy thing. But now I don't think it's going to be that.
1: Yeah, there's actually... And the difference between this and, say, The Office or Parks and Rec is that this one actually has... It's presenting really high stakes. Stakes yeah. that it gets to the point where it's like, you can't really imagine this show taking place in this this universe, right? It, it's yeah. like... With The Office and Parks and Rec, and, and there's probably other shows that kind of fit this bill, and those are just the ones that come to my head, um, those are so realistic, and you could literally be like, oh, yeah, this could exist. Like, yes, it's ridiculous. There's still ridiculous things that happen in those shows, but you're kind of, it's 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 realistic enough. It's, it's tied down to gravity, if I may, enough. <laughs>
0: that, um, there you go. That you can kind of, like...
1: You can wrap your head around it. It's true that Space Force does kind of go off the rails in in a way that goes differently than that direction. So I understand that. I still like it for sure, but you're right. It's not. It doesn't follow the same formula as those other Mm -hmm. two shows. It's. It's. You have to just accept that. It's like, yeah, this is not. This isn't realistic.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And and it's like I, it gets serious sometimes in such a way where it's like I don't know if it like it's kind of the way like how Cody you talk about like Netflix has a lot of like tone tone issues with a lot of their stuff. Yeah. To, to me, that's that's the part that I feel like doesn't connect with me well. Is the is the funny stuff and the serious stuff.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's where I'm well, at. Well, if point. it'll make you feel any better, the show will undergo a creative revamp, apparently. um and that is going to be under the showrunners, Greg Daniels from The Office mm-hmm. and Norm Hiscock. I hope saying his name right. Uh, Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. There you go. So
0: that's a meeting of the minds right there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so maybe it'll be maybe they'll save it for you. Hopefully they can like erase the last like
0: episode or so. Like the last... I hope not. <laughs> I like it. <laughs>
2: Hopefully they'll save it for you, but yeah, I hope they don't, like honestly, I like
0: yes, yeah. I would love to like see it. You know, like make. I would love to see it make sense, but I just don't think it's going to.
2: Hmm. <laughs> it will, possibly. I don't know. <laughs> possibly. I liked it. Uh, <laughs> that is all the news for today. Ella, are you guys geeking out about anything else this week? Uh, not really.
0: Nope.
2: That's it. Cool. Oh well, we'll get on out of here then. LJ, where can they find you at?
0: You can find me on Twitter at War LJ on Instagram at War LJ underscore GT, and you can uh, find me streaming on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel on Fridays, Twitch TV slash Geeks Under Grace, which I am streaming Ghost Runner. Cool. Mm-hmm.
2: And Shelly
1: you can find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24. You can find me streaming on twitch.tv slash Greys Tuesday nights. Cool.
2: And you can find me on Instagram at CodyArmor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye-bye. for listening.